Hello friends and fellow lovers of all things beachy. Welcome to The Beach Speaks. I'm your host and podcast junkie, Paige Friend, and each week I'm going to bring you a conversation with people and businesses that are creating conscious community, spreading the word about health, wellness, and wealth, basically everything that makes the beaches the place to be. So grab a cool drink, sit back in your beach chair, stick your toes in the sand, and join me for this episode of The Beach Speaks. Hey, beach lovers. Ready to get your happiness on? Well, this is it. H is for happiness. And it's the last episode of a weekly series I've been doing with my good friend and beach junkie, Judy Dunlap. If you recall, in episode 17, Judy and I talked in depth about the meaning of luxury beach travel and what we quickly realized was we had a lot more to talk about. So we came up with this series of shorter episodes featuring all the things that spell beach. Benefits, education, activities, community, and you guessed it, happiness. And adding to our happiness at the beach vibe is Kathy Toucher, a vacation and group travel specialist, master agent, and certified in Jamaica travel. Let's talk beach, shall we? Welcome back, Judy and Kathy. We are at the end of our beach conversation. We're on H. H is for happiness. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hello, Paige. Thank you. Hello. Hello. I think I had mentioned in our last episode that I had just taken a nap on the beach before recording. And that's one thing that makes me happy. We wanted to talk a little bit about what makes us happy at the beach. We're kind of going off the cuff. We don't really have notes or anything because who needs notes to talk about what makes them happy? <laughs> I think that when I started this podcast, it I always had in the back of my mind, what makes me happy about the beach? How can I translate that to my listeners and inspire them to think about, oh, yes, I love that about the beach or look at some of the photos and the videos that I post and be transported to that place where they just feel happy and joyful and peaceful and restful and all, all those things that we <laughs> want in our lives. Judy, I'm going to start with you. Tell us about your happiness at the beach. Well, I actually love, love, love the idea of a beautiful beach with sandy white sand and the sun is shining, but I absolutely love it when there's a breeze that's coming through and it's just, I mean, my eyes are just in overload. Um, and I, and it, I, I had to think about what really makes me happy because there's so many things that vary depending on where I'm at. So I just, for a client, uh, did some research on the Pacific coastline and they were thinking about maybe driving down the Pacific coast highway, which is again, like in this little mountainous range of redwoods and things, but you have the water just like amazingly, you know, 
almost at your fingertips, it feels like. And I have to say that in every bit of that research, I was in happy overload because it was so gorgeous. The water coming in. Now you can't really at a lot of the stops you can you can admire and stuff. You can't really go into the water because it's crashing into the waves and, or crashing, the waves are crashing into the, the rock and things. But what, I don't know, I was just drawn to it because it was like a body of water that just lit up my soul. And I think that's what really kind of catches my attention the most is like the overload of feelings that I get excited and, and, joyful and happy. You never hear of someone who's, oh, oh, I'm so depressed. I just came from the beach. I don't hear anybody say that. You know, they're just like, they might be that way going to the beach, but I don't hear them saying that when they come away from the beach. Mm-hmm. And when you're sitting in, let's say, uh, glistening water, just the the sunlight, just playing with the the water and how beautiful it is. And just the hearing all of that, like, gentle or sometimes not gentle, kind of like the waves crashing in. And some days I'm like, oh, I wish I knew how to surf. I could be out there doing, you know, I'm not that good at that kind of thing. But, you know, sometimes seeing aqua colored waters against a bluer water, and then it just, it just changes into these colors that you don't get to see too often. So my happy place is truthfully, I'd have to say what my soul feels when I just look out and see all these Mm -hmm. amazing colors and, and, uh, you know, and it doesn't have to be one specific beach. It's just, it, it just depends on where I'm at, but I find that happy spot and I just have to be around that water and I find happiness. Mm -hmm. So that's me uh, in a nutshell, because I, I just get excited talking about it. Right. It does touch (laughs) your soul. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kathy? Well, for me, um, you know, Judy was talking mostly about the sensory aspects of being at the beach, and which, of course, we all love. But mine is more physical. Um, I love to play. So when I'm at the beach, it is just a giant playground for me. I mean, I play in the sand. I play in the water. I love to swim. I love to snorkel. I love to wait for a, a nice wave to come in and try to ride it, you know, body surf on the top of it or dive into it somehow. And I can do this for hours. I mean, I can really get in the water and start swimming and playing and two or three hours will go by and I'm still there. So I enjoy all of the, um, the physical activities that I can partake in when I'm at the beach. And then when I'm done with that, there's always that wonderful nap that you just spoke about. <laughs> because for me, there is nothing like sleeping on the beach and hearing hearing those waves and the birds and the sounds that accompany uh, sleeping on the beach. And it's probably one of the best sleeps ever. So I really love that. And of course, you know, we touched on the whole negative ion theory uh, in the beginning of our series. And you can't not mention that when it comes to happy because that is really what is changing your entire cellular structure while you're at the beach. That is why nobody walks away saying, oh, I'm so depressed <laughs> because it's impossible. It's impossible. So I would say that that's my happy. Yeah. I was just thinking about my parents' experience when they finally decided to move from the mountains of Pennsylvania in their late seventies to Florida. 
my father wanted to move to Clearwater. He was very insistent that <laughs> it be Clearwater because he was familiar with that area. And it is a beautiful, beautiful beach. And just to get an idea of where they might want to be going, they came down, I want to say in February one year, and it was freezing cold. I mean, it was like the coldest <laughs> the Gulf had ever been. I mean, it was probably like 28 degrees or something crazy like that. And I was so upset. I, I told my mother, I said, mom, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's, it's so cold here. And she said, Paige, it's fine. We have this beautiful hotel on the beach. The sun is shining. It, it's just glorious. And she said, I don't care how cold it is. It was the sun and it was just that they were at the beach, that that energy was still there. And I felt a lot better after that because I was thinking, oh, you know, in the middle of winter, you come down from the north, you want, <laughs> you're going to Florida, you're thinking, oh, yeah. And then it's colder here than it was there. And they did end up moving to the Clearwater Beach area and spending a couple of really good years there. I am thinking... I'm a little of both in that I do like to play in the water. We have ocean kayaks that are super fun to take out into the water. They're really heavy. So to drag them across the sand to get them in the water takes a little effort. But once you're in there, it's it's fabulous. And especially in the sunrise, just floating out there and then watching the sun come up. There's a group of swimmers that come out every Thursday and Sunday. And then there's some that swim at other times. And sometimes that water is really cold. It's 50 degrees outside and, or 40 something. And I'm thinking, why are they in the water? But people do enjoy the surf swimming. And we have uh, paddle boards like doing that. But probably my most favorite activity is that nap. I mean, <laughs> once I get out there and I hear the waves, I feel the breeze. I just chill out and, you know, maybe I won't really sleep, but I'll definitely go to another place, even if it's maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes I and open my eyes and think, ah, oh, okay. And then I'm ready to hop in the water. It's reminding me also of a time I went on a retreat with my sister-in-law. She hosted a beautiful, beautiful retreat in Malibu. She had found a place right on the water. And for those of you who know the Pacific Coast, a lot of it isn't white sandy beaches. Since there are short stretches of that. But these houses were basically, it was rock, and the water was coming up over the rocks and un almost under the, the house that we were in, which was really interesting. But just the sound of the waves, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. And it was almost too loud for me at night. I had to close the windows a little bit because it was roaring at times, but just the sound of the waves and that energy just was like, oh, cleansing. And it could have been rainy and gloomy, but just the sound was enough to uplift my soul. And it's really like nothing other. Uh, Kathy, I'm wondering if there are certain places that you know of that are better for the person who wants that kind of calm experience and then those that like more of the activity sort of thing? 
Well, I think, yeah, there are different beaches that I like better than others. I mean, I like a, I like crystal clear water. I want to be able to see, you know, 50 feet or a hundred feet to the bottom. You know, I want to be able to, all of the things that I like to do uh, involve seeing. So like snorkeling and, you know, the kind of swimming that I do. And um, so there are definitely better beaches for that. Now, if you are talking more like, say, what Judy was mentioning, uh, that whole sensory experience, I mean, you can get that at pretty much any beach, doesn't have to have clear water. But uh, sometimes when you're at a place that has more of a surf, you know, kind of a a bigger wave coming in, um, I think that creates a better experience for sensory uh, in my opinion. But when people ask me, you know, I always ask people when they're going on vacation, are you an ocean swimmer or are you a pool person? Because that makes a big mm-hmm. difference. I never go in the pool when I'm at an ocean that I love. I'm, I just, it doesn't even interest me to go into the pool. Some people like looking at the ocean, like sitting next to it, like experiencing what they see and feel and hear and taste but they're not getting in that water. They don't care how clear it is. Some people don't like to go in the ocean, you know, for whatever reason. So that makes a big difference on uh, what we recommend when we're qualifying people for where they should go. Because, you know, if you do want the kind of beach that I'm talking about, that I like to be in, that I like to enjoy, then yeah, you're not going to get that everywhere. That's funny you say that because there was a hotel, they were building just right at the entrance to the part of the beach that I would call my beach. (laughs) I was really upset that they were building this hotel. It's beautiful. I have to admit it's very nice and it has a pool and people were writing comments about their stay or what have you. And somebody said, well, it's got a really small pool. You can't really do a whole lot. And I thought, are you kidding? There is a huge pool called the ocean. (laughs) right there. (laughs) But like you said, Kathy, there are some people that they're not going to go in that water. Some people just don't like the salt, like the sand. We were all a little concerned about, you know, any building on the beach, Mm -hmm. commercial or otherwise. And for the longest time, I wanted to stage a protest. (laughs) But (laughs) it would have been a losing battle. However, it really is very beautiful and it fits in well with the surroundings and it's not brought a, a whole lot of people and all of, all of that sort of thing. But I just had to laugh about the, the pool part. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, the ocean here in the Northern part of Florida, most of the time you can see a few feet down, but when you get further out, it's a little cloudy. So it, you're not going to be, swimming in coral reefs or anything like that. If you go further south, obviously, toward Miami and that area, then you've got the clearer water. But I think of the Gulf. The Gulf, to me, is kind of like a swimming pool. There are not as many waves. It is a little more placid, a little warmer. So if you're kind of a pool person, you might enjoy that. Judy, how about you? Well, I've been fortunate um, to have traveled, you know, quite a few places. And I was thinking... You know, it's funny if you get an opportunity to travel, it is funny how um, in many cases you'll have the opportunity that you can, like in Costa Rica, the Pacific Ocean is is completely different than if I'm in Cayman Islands and the Cayman Islands are so clear and, you know, that pristine white 
sand, um, Barbados, uh, I, I remember being, and Turks and Caicos being absolutely stunning with their beaches. Um, same thing with Dominican Republic and, and some places in Mexico. So there's a lot of really beautiful places, but they all have a different, different flora, you know, different palm trees, different ocean, different sea. I mean, I just love just being anywhere. Um, I just think it's amazing to me that there are so many varieties and really people have an opportunity to tell, you know, their travel agent, or hopefully they have that opportunity that they can call and say, Hey, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. What do you suggest? And because we do a lot of traveling, it makes it nice to be able to say, well, for instance, in the Cayman islands, they've got beautiful beaches and you can also swim with the stingray or you can do this or you can do that. You know, and if, if somebody is just sitting behind brochures and, and books, they don't always have that range of having options to offer. So I think it's just in, you know, for me, it's the visual. Um, I just think it's glorious to look at the palm trees, the sun, the, the color of the sand, the ocean color. I just, I'm happy if I'm at the beach for sure. Mm. Have either of you planned trips to beaches outside of this continent, maybe over in Europe? I'm thinking like Croatia, I think, has has fabulous beaches. Ah, yes. That's become a place to go, right? I don't know, Kathy, have you heard anything about mm-hmm. that? Oh, yes. Uh, beautiful beaches in Croatia. Uh, had I sent a family there just recently. They did a whole sort of tour of the... Um, of the country. So that, that's a great place to go. I've sent people to um, like Phuket in Taiwan. Also Bali uh, has uh, some great places to go. And then uh, don't forget the South Pacific. Oh my goodness. Now we're talking a whole different animal now. You know, people often refer to the South Pacific as Tahiti, but Tahiti is just one small place in the South Pacific and not where I would recommend to go. That's a good place to, to fly mm-hmm. into, but then you want to head out from there because if you're looking for that perfectly blue, clear water that you see in the brochures, that's not in Tahiti. Um, you would have to go to one of the other islands mm-hmm. for that. So there's that. Um, I've sent a lot of people to the Gold Coast in Australia. Mm-hmm. So the Great Barrier Reef, you know what I mean? Like that's a, a big place that people want to visit and, and go to. So, yeah, I mean, the Caribbean's nice for our hemisphere because it's so close. You know, you pretty much from anywhere in the U.S., you can be on a Caribbean island by, say, three o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon. So it's easy going and it's beautiful. But if you do want to experience, um, there's a little chain of islands off the coast of Spain, which I really like. Suddenly I can't think of what they're called. Oh, Canary Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Greece. Oh, my gosh, well- Greece. That we could do a whole subject on that one and all the all the Greek islands. Um, so there are places all over the world. I think that we should plan our next recording live in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got that on my radar with our goddess group when we were first getting things together and planning retreats. That was, of course one of our destinations because I mean, where else do you have a goddess retreat, but Greece. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we'll, we will, we will do that. I was thinking about some people who have their bucket list is 
random things like I want to go to every baseball stadium <laughs> in the in the nation or something like that, which totally would not. I've actually had that request. Okay, well, if I were to say, Kathy, Judy, I want to visit as many beaches as I can. I want to like make a tour of the the best beaches or something. If you could put a list together like that, I would love that because even just going around the the country, East Coast, Gulf, West Coast, what beaches I might want to visit. I don't want to really put you on the spot, but if anything comes to your mind, love to hear that. Well, I have to tell you, Paige, um, in your area, one of my favorite beaches is Cocoa Beach. I love it. I don't know what it is about it, um, but almost every time I go to Florida, I I at least stop there once for one or two nights because I, I just love that beach. I don't know why. Yeah, a lot of people are drawn to cocoa. For a while, it it was kind of in disrepair in a way because you had NASA nearby kind of fell by the wayside and we weren't really sure. I mean, they closed down the shuttle program and all of that. So people were out of a job and moving away and that sort of thing. So cocoa kind of fell off the radar in a lot of people's minds, but it's seen a resurgence. And I think I was talking to another guest, maybe Judy, and you and I talked about it too, the bioluminescent Mm. kayak tours that they have there Mm -hmm. near Cocoa, Mm -hmm. just amazing, amazing. And I know we talked about the possibility of doing a podcast series on the best beaches domestically as well as internationally. So that is something that I think the listeners would find, you know, interesting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Find your happiness, (laughs) find your happiness folks. And we'll bring you the beach. All right. I think we're going to wrap this up. Kathy, Judy, thank you so, so much for, for this time together. And I really appreciate all your insight and helping us envision what it's like to be at the beach because my intention is to bring the beach to you out there who are listening. They can't be here right now. And thanks again, Kathy, Judy. You're welcome, Paige. Thank you, Paige. And your listeners, we've enjoyed it. Loved it. Oh, thank you. The beach is speaking. Are you listening? Okay, beach lovers, are you happy now? Are you ready to book your beach adventure? Email Judy at luxurytraveltoday at gmail.com or Kathy at destinytravel at sbcglobal.net. You can also search Destiny Travel and Group Tours on the web. As always, this podcast is produced by yours truly, and of course, inspired by the beach. However, I have to give a shout out to the team at Squadcast FM for making this remote recording possible. It's super easy to use, and the sound quality is excellent. And you can even record video. Although, I'm not quite ready for that. (laughs) And big love to Buzzsprout, the number one podcast hosting website, It's become my all-in-one podcast tool. Easy to use, excellent support. Trust me, without Buzzsprout, this podcast would never have gotten from my microphone 
to your ears. And speaking of support, thank you, Mindful Market. It's the one-of-a-kind conscious commerce platform that's making it easier for all of us to shop for socially responsible products and services. Not only will you feel good about what you buy, you'll feel good that with each purchase, you're supporting a heart-centered business that gives back. And if you're a conscious business owner looking for the perfect platform to market your product or service, or you just want to shop, use my discount code BEACH, that's capital B-E-A-C-H, for 25% off when you open a shop, or if you just want to make a purchase. Check out all the links in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Beach Speaks. If more beach is what you crave, visit my website, thebeachspeaks.com, for special offers, beachy tips, and of course, my gallery of gorgeous beach photos. And while you're there, why not click the voicemail button and leave me a message? I might even play it on the next episode. Follow The Beach Speaks on Facebook and Instagram share with friends and can you do me a huge favor go to apple podcasts or Podchaser, search the beach speaks and leave a review so why am i asking you to do all of this well because in the vast ocean of podcasting it really helps us to reach more listeners and you know the beach is speaking are you listening <laughs>